I'm Dee Dee. And I'm Jen. And this is Murder on My Street. Jen, what street are we on today? Today, we are on Charles E. Young Drive West on the UCLA campus. We'll be discussing the disappearance of Michael Negretti. This happened at UCLA in 1999. Okay. Michael was a graduate of Rancho Bernardo High School. Hey. Yeah, he was a talented musician. He had good grades and a large friend circle. He was at UCLA on a music scholarship and was a freshman in 1999. He loved The Simpsons, computer games, and video games. He had a loud, sudden laugh, and he does not like bare feet. Me neither. Truly from Southern California. It sucks all the time. Socks, all the time. Socks, socks, socks and shoes and socks and shoes. Feel his pain. And you certainly would not be walking around in bare feet in the middle of the night, even in a Southern California winter. We'll get Never. to that. So he was residing in one of the biggest dorms on the UCLA campus, Dykstra. Mm-hmm. Winter break was fast approaching and finals were coming the next week. Students in the dorm were spending the weekend, as we often did in college, drinking and partying. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because I was not allowed to go to my school of choice, (laughs) USC, go Trojans. But, you know, Toreros, the little Catholic school on the hill and, you know, nuns and priests and I went to one party and I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. And I had to leave. (laughs) (laughs) USC was a huge party school. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were parties every night on frat row. There were parties on weeknights in the dorms. And that week leading up to finals, you wouldn't have classes sometimes for a few days Uh in preparation. So, all we did was fucking party. I remember <laughs> I bought a T-shirt my my freshman year that said my parents pay eighteen thousand and that was crossed out. Nineteen thousand that was crossed <laughs> out. Twenty thousand that was crossed out. Twenty one thousand dollars a semester for me to party. <laughs> yeah. Dad was really thrilled with that T-shirt. I can imagine. That disappeared really quickly over winter break. (laughs) (laughs) I think he burnt it in the fireplace to warm himself. I'm still paying. I'm still paying student loans. Still paying student loans. That's such bullshit. Yeah. I've had a job 
for most of my life, lost that job, still paying the goddamn student loans. You know, Twig is determined to never pay them off. So she's she's paying the minimum amount every month, like $10 a month on each loan. Listen. Till she dies. But I feel like that adds up on their end, maybe eventually. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Math is not my strong suit. I'm but. doing all of the deferments, whatever Joe Biden is thinking of. Uh, I'm not paying anything until Joe Biden says he's not forgiving loans. <laughs> I'll start paying them again when he says, look, you got to you got to go back to paying them. Oh, OK, Joe. I'll, all right. I guess. <laughs> so it was not an I, I don't think that it was out of the ordinary because I've, I've read a lot of people saying, oh, nobody would have been partying. This was a Thursday night. No, everybody was fucking partying. They yeah. had Friday off. It was leading into a weekend. So Michael had gone to a party in his dorm room on his floor mm-hmm. with friends and they had spent the evening drinking margaritas. Okay. You don't know how much he had to drink, mm-hmm. but he went back to his room and he played a PC game for a few hours with one of his friends okay. who was sitting in another room. Mm. So they did it via the internet. Yeah. The game finished at approximately 4 a.m. Michael logged off his computer and went to congratulate the friend. The two met in the hallway, high-fived each other. Okay. Then Michael walked back down the hallway to his room and vanished forever. No one can remember seeing him after that. His roommate woke up around 9 a.m. to find him gone. All of his personal belongings, including his clothing, his shoes, his wallet, his musical instruments, everything was left behind. So it was like he walked down the hall and just vanished into thin air. Right. This is another one of those cases that I'm. Aren't there there cameras? I mean, this is. Right. This is UCLA. So you would think there'd be cameras everywhere, but this was 1999. So there were not as many as you would think. Wow. There was one in the lobby. Okay. Now, the first problem, of course, was when his parents went to report him missing to UCLA. Mm -hmm. Of course, they didn't get a response. UCLA has its own police, its own detective. Despite the fact that he had never missed an appointment and hadn't been seen for days, they were told what police always tell everyone. He'll be back. We've seen this a million times before. He chose to disappear. That's so that's I mean, you know, your kid, you know, your relative or your you know, your people, you know, your son, you know, your friend, you know. You know, that it's not like them to just disappear one day. So to for the police to, to say, oh, no, it, it, we've seen this before. Uh, they'll be back. They just, you know, kids will be kids. Or maybe he just went on a trip or has a new girlfriend or, you know. No, they wouldn't do that. It's so frustrating. And I see yeah. it over and over and over again with disappearances where families are just shrugged off. Right. Now that's not to say when you get good police who are on their shit right away, 
that that makes a difference because it doesn't always. Yeah. We've seen that as well. But a, a perfect example is remember the Amber Dubois case? Yes. She disappears from Escondido. Escondido PD tried to tell her mother, oh, she ran away. Yeah. And they tried to say she went to Mexico with her boyfriend and she didn't even have a boyfriend. So then we have white Chelsea King, super rich family disappears. Mm -hmm. San Diego PD is on it right away. Find her body. Amber's mother wants them to interview that asshole that they found right away. Mm-hmm. And the police are like, oh, there's no connection. Who gets the fucking confession? Amber's mother does because she goes and meets with him herself. Wow. Yeah. Recovers her daughter's body because she persevered and not them. So we've seen it time and time again. Yeah, it's a shame. It is. So they had to convince the UCLA police that he was missing against his will. The first few days of a search are key in finding a missing person alive or even just Mm -hmm. in the case of Chelsea King recovering their body to give the families peace of mind and rest because there's nothing worse than never knowing. I couldn't I don't know how you go on. I don't. The lack of concern is common, and supposedly it springs from the fact that many adults reported missing end up having skipped out on their own, but I am so skeptical about this, and I would love to see actual hard evidence of this fact, Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's just spouted by police departments, but there are zero statistics behind it. Yeah, I'd like to see it, too. You know, the fact that they don't keep track and are not required to keep track of how many of the U- of U.S. citizens they fucking shoot and kill every year. You know they don't fucking keep track of how many people are yeah. reported missing that show up. There's no way. Exactly. There's not like some huge database or project or something that says, okay, this year we had this many disappearances and then 90% of them came back on their own. They don't, they can't like. No. So kudos, kudos to those police who actually and those detectives who take it seriously and Mm -hmm. are on the shit from Mm -hmm. the very beginning, even if they cannot get the family answers. The fact that they care enough to keep trying and to take it seriously from the beginning. We thank you from the bottoms of our hearts. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when they finally got their shit together and investigated, there, of course, wasn't much to go on. Mm-hmm. He, the police dogs tracked his scent to a bus stop across campus. The dogs went back and forth. It wasn't a straight, direct path to the to the bus stop on Sunset Boulevard. So that's kind of weird. If that's what happened to him, there are no cameras that recorded him. The bus driver didn't remember him getting on the bus. He would have been in flip flops in December in shorts. Not unheard of during the day for a SoCal native, but at fucking four in the morning. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing it. It was 50 degrees out, which is cold for Southern California. That's really cold. That's that's very, very chilly for to be out. And, you know, you're not coming 
maybe he went out and thinking he was coming right back. Like, right. I don't know. Police decided they couldn't trust the bloodhounds trail, figuring the dog was probably confused, but none of the articles state why. And they've never said why that they, they think he was confused, but maybe Michael had taken the bus the day before or that Mm. day he had gone somewhere. You don't know. They thought a strange man might have been in the dorm that night, but that lead didn't take them anywhere. Mm. The thing with dorm living is you can get into any dorm. They're just Mm. not secure. And if you wait long enough, someone's coming in or someone's going out. Mm -hmm. No one really questions you. Everyone figures as I'm walking out and you're going in. Yeah. going to see someone right you just have to look like you belong there yeah and if it was a big party night people were in and out and in and out and in and out but that also means if you had been on top of your shit maybe more people would have seen yeah and remembered in that moment and not a week later when you're trying to catch up with it yeah i mean they checked the dorm's garbage chute Mm-hmm. And they checked every construction site on campus, but found nothing. Dozens of students who lived in the dorm all told the police the same story again and again. No one knew. No one no. saw a thing except for that strange man. We'll come back to him in a minute. Okay. This case is just so vexing, not only because of the lack of evidence, but also because this is a kid who was on top of his game. He didn't yeah. miss appointments. He was there on a music scholarship. He had a lot going for him. He had no secrets in his life. He wasn't depressed, and there's mm-hmm. nothing to suggest that he would have voluntarily disappeared or commuted, committed suicide. He didn't Just, even have a vehicle up there. I mean, okay, so they're playing video games until 4 o'clock in the morning. They high-five each other in the hallway, and then he's gone in flip flops and uh, and shorts. I'm trying to just I'm taking nothing with him. Like if he were leaving, even if he were just going out for a second, his wallet, he left his wallet. Maybe he went down to open the door for someone or did, did somebody call him? Maybe, but you shouldn't have needed to open the door on, like, the weekend night. Now, my thing is, is if he, we don't know how much he had to drink. Mm -hmm. So if he was still a little drunk or a little buzzed or he's just tired because he's Mm -hmm. coming down from all of that, high fives his friend, turns around to walk down the hall before he goes into his room, thinks, you know what, I'm fucking hungry. I don't have anything in the room. I'm going to run down because UCLA, the campus, it's not that far off the campus to dozens of eateries. They're all walkable. So he could have started out, but then you fucking realize halfway there or a few steps out. Oh, shit. I don't have my wallet. Right. And it's now... 4 30 in the morning yeah. and you wait and you're fucking freezing because you're in flip-flops and it's 50 degrees and that's cold for you in Southern California. Yeah. And then maybe you try to get in another way. 
and it's not a good way or it's not a safe way and you get yeah. trapped somewhere. Oh, maybe. I know that a lot of the kids that were interviewed that were living in Dykstra at the time said it was sort of a construction nightmare mm-hmm. trying to get into the building that they felt very unsafe in the dark because it was not well lit. And there were so many places that you could trip or fall or yes, but the campus swears that they checked them. So that's why to me, him climbing a fence or trying to get back in another way and getting trapped somewhere makes more sense to me. But to have never been discovered in all of that construction. Right now, Here's the thing. Uh, what what always hangs me up with these missing person cases when people try to float the construction theory is not that they could trip and fall somewhere into a construction site. Mm-hmm. It's that construction workers wouldn't see them when they go to cover up that area. That's the part that always hangs me up. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you wouldn't see like a random I mean I don't know just right so to me it's more like the Alisa Lamb case I don't know if you remember her she was staying in a hotel she ended up in the water tank oh yes yes okay so I just feel like he's somewhere close by but not construction wise where they covered him up afterwards huh That's just sort of a feeling I have. Now, I know you think after all this time he would have been discovered, but I read about a case in Louisiana where a guy disappeared and for 27 years he had been gone. And then he was discovered, his remains were discovered in the bank chimney. So for 27 years he'd been stuck in this bank chimney and People must have just shrugged off the smell or whatever for the longest time. Could he have gotten stuck like in a like I'm going to try to crawl through like this air duct that looks like it could lead to an opening in the building and I'll just drop. I mean, it just doesn't. It sounds very MacGyver ish, but he has to be somewhere nearby. And this is just my opinion. Maybe UCLA, they didn't do a very thorough job of looking. How many times have we seen where the police do a search, sometimes multiple searches in the same area, and then a hiker or a hunter will stumble upon Mm -hmm. the remains in the area that has been searched. And it's not because they were killed and then dumped later. It's because we're human. And when police use volunteers for grid searches, things get missed. Yeah. I just, I think that maybe he was just closer than anybody really suspects, I guess. I mean, I think he's probably still there. Or like you said, they didn't search as thoroughly. As they claimed. Right. Or you think that everyone has their assigned area that they're supposed to search. And Bob fucked up and didn't search that day. And Bob doesn't want his bosses to know. And Bob doesn't want to get fired. So Bob is like, 
Yeah, right? no, I searched. Uh, There's we, nothing there. Yeah, quadrant A, we we looked all over quadrant A. But I, oh, just heartbreaking. It is, and it's maddening too because mm-hmm. you feel like this is such a solvable case. I mean, the chances mm-hmm. of him they say stranger abductions are so rare. But Yeah. Again, who knows? Because To me this doesn't make sense because people were probably were were people still up? I mean, it's it's getting early right. in the morning, um, four o'clock. It's not like you know he was still up, the roommate's still up. They're probably you know people are still up, and so nobody heard anything like a shout, a gunshot, a nothing. Right. Had he ever been drinking before? Did he have like some sort of allergic reaction to alcohol and get, get disoriented and? Wander off. A very good point, too. So there was one person that would be mentioned to police months after Michael's disappearance. There is a sketch of him and a vague description. He's a possible, quote unquote, possible witness is is what authorities are calling him. They released it in 2000. An unidentified Caucasian male, approximately 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Between five feet seven and five feet eight with a heavy build. And he was seen inside Dykstra Hall at 435 a.m. on December 10th. He was wearing a shiny gray jacket with a turquoise colored design. And this man has still not been identified 21 years later. So how many people saw him? Does it say how many people saw this man? It doesn't. It also doesn't say if they picked him up on the one camera that supposedly got Michael walking out alone, out of the dorms alone. So they have him on camera walking out alone. Allegedly, because that I couldn't even corroborate. It was in half the articles, but not in the others. They probably didn't even keep the video past like... 24 48 hours that's true so by the time the police actually took the family seriously did they even have video footage probably not 1999 they probably didn't and the problem with the bus stop theory is he can't get on the bus without money and he didn't have his wallet on him and the bus driver would have said yeah i remember him he didn't have any money so i couldn't get on the bus but the bus driver says They didn't remember seeing him at all. No. So he just got picked up by a random stranger who happened to be a killer. So, but he was lucid enough to play video games for a couple hours. And to go high five the friend. Yeah. To go and congratulate the friend. I don't know. I think, I think our first theory is he went to go get something to eat. Fuck. I forgot my wallet. Maybe forgot my keys. If he left everything, he doesn't have he any keys. No keys, nothing. How the fuck am I going to get back in? Okay, maybe I'll try to climb this pipe or whatever. Falls, cracks his head open, and is, like, in a small crawl space or something. I don't think it was foul play. I think it was just a terrible accident and a whole bunch of people not doing what they were supposed to be doing and looking for him. And they just never and- found and they just never found him. And maybe someone did see something or see maybe where he went or the area he went, but they don't remember because nothing was followed up on right. quick enough. Right. 
there were a few people like a year to two years later who said they came on to the UCLA campus and they had never even heard of this case. So by that mm. point, no one's talking about it. And it's hard because I remember it getting press mm-hmm. because we were from Poway because yeah. our brother went to RB High. So right. we had that connection and we paid a little more attention to it. Mm-hmm. But and I know they did several like the, he was in a band and that band did fundraisers here and mm-hmm. there. But I feel like it dropped off relatively quickly. Yeah, I mean, a couple years later, you know, everything, the whole world changed like two two years after that. So, oh God, yeah, that's so, right. you know, and if after a year or whatever, everybody goes home for the winter break. Right. I just think he got caught somewhere and they just didn't find him. Right. That's my gut feeling is that he's somewhere close. He's somewhere in the building. Yeah. I mean, they said they searched the garbage chutes, but did they really? You know, it's like but you what hate about all the I mean, all the construction that was going on. He could have stumbled into anything, into right. any sort of sinkhole, uh, crawl space. Who knows? You know, I mean, he could have fallen in and then in trying to get out, gotten himself wedged further in somewhere. And that's why the construction crew didn't discover him. I'm thinking if I'm thinking, how did did it say how tall he was? Was he slight? Was he big? Was he? Because I think about, you know, sometimes these, these, I mean, they're little children, but they get caught in just these weird little down pipes. He was five foot eight inches tall. Okay, so he's average height. And I think smells on that campus are very easy to shrug off as well because it's like right across sunset Mm -hmm. are the hills. So you have it was not uncommon for me to be driving through Westwood or on Sunset Boulevard at three in the morning and see a coyote running mm-hmm. across the road or raccoons or, you know, yeah. and, and you tend to shrug smells off. Yeah. I mean, you go, Oh, it must be a skunk or something's dead. Something died. And you just keep going. And. Ugh. I hope that he's just on a tropical island somewhere and decided I can't do this shit anymore. And I'm going to go and give surf lessons out of a hut on the beach. That's what I hope. But. There's been no activity on his credit cards, his social security number. Nothing has been used. His parents hired two private detectives to look into the matter at greater detail and They've offered a $100,000 reward for information leading to his whereabouts, but that's never been claimed. So there's no construction worker or security that, like, gosh, that was kind of strange, or I told somebody about a weird 
smell or that they said, don't worry about it. It's probably a dead animal. Just go ahead and cover up the hole and keep going. We got to. So, huh. It's so tragic. It is. It it sort of reminds me of the beginning. This is what I always think. Picture the beginning mm-hmm. of In Search Of, that show with Leonard Nimoy, how he sort of turned around and just walked into this. Like, to the mist. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't watch it. I don't like. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. And, and the other doing- one. And the other one, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. No, because he walks off into the mist as well. I'm like, nope, no, <laughs> no, 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 no mist walking here. No. <gasps> but you'll have a murder podcast and discuss murders and disappearances. I know. But hey, we don't have a creepy opening title sequence. <laughs> we don't yet. By the time this airs, we may. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be um, just a little. Beep up beeps at the at the <laughs> at the Can beginning you see of me trying to describe me. that to the composer. You know, something that says like murder with beep up beep. But you know, it's fine. But murder. But you know, it's lighthearted. It's fine. It's fine we don't want you to be scared it's not like walking off into the mist don't don't we don't want want walking (laughs) off into the mist vibe in the music we just want you know happy happy joy time help us solve murders and disappearances don't disappear or get murdered yourself that's 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 what we want i mean that's all we're asking and can you put it to music thanks But keep it short. Exactly. <laughs> At the beginning and the end. <laughs> but a little serious. <laughs> this is a serious topic. Katie, I think you need to pull out your saxophone and just do it yourself. Oh, my God. If I still had it. If I still had it. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so glorious. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd probably give myself, like, an aneurysm trying to even get out a note. Have a little drink, have a little bit to smoke, and just and people, and then Kira would come in and say, "What's that?" The dogs would start howling. It would be a complete mess. <laughs> the dogs already howl when I start singing. I'm like, you know what? They're a bunch of fucking haters. I don't my voice isn't that bad. <laughs> so, what do you think, listeners? What do you think happened to Michael? On December 10th, 19th. And is this reward still available? I'm sure it's still out there, right? For information. So if anybody remembers, if you were a student there, you worked construction, your faculty, if you remember anything, what this was December 10th, 1999. Yes. I hope somebody remembers something. It's always good to bring up old cases. You never know years later. I mean, how many times do we see cold cases solved? Because new yeah. people come in, go over the old information. Sometimes it takes fresh eyes mm-hmm. to look at those puzzle pieces and to rearrange them and see. Because when you've been staring at something for so long. You just don't see it anymore. You don't. You don't. 
you don't see the things that you're not seeing. So, so maybe it, there's some internet sleuths out there that can maybe bring a fresh perspective to it. That would be really interesting. So we'll have to keep right. our, our eyes and ears open for any updates, and hopefully there will be some. And you can find him on Charlie Project. There are a couple of really good breakdowns on Reddit. There are articles in the L.A. Times, in the San Diego Union. There's a lot of stuff out there, surprisingly, to dig, Mm -hmm. to read about. There's just not that much factual information. That's the sad part. Yes. That's That's the the missing, missing piece. Let us know what you think, listeners. And, you know, just for good measure, beep, bop, boop. Um, <laughs> and serious. we will. <laughs> serious. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Don't disappear on us. <laughs> Bye.